Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I was in McAllen, Texas, and I talked to a number of people who said the changes to Texas to border communities is remarkable. The number of people that are coming across the border. I want you to think about this, this Lake and Riley murdered in Georgia. Molly Tibbetts murdered jogging in Iowa here a couple of years ago. How many bodies is it going to take? How many bodies is it going to take of young co-eds? from colleges being murdered by people that shouldn't be in this country in the first place. How many families are going to be killed by drunk drivers that are illegally in this country? How many? Is there a number, Mr. Biden? Because we'd all like to know. If there's a number, we'd like to know what that number is. How many bodies is it going to take before you realize that we're not with you? Do you realize that 61% of Americans in a brand new Gallup poll say that there must be a wall? And when I was there in McAllen, if you were with us last week, you would have seen this. You've got a wall and then it's wide open. And then you got a wall, and then it's wide open. There's no consistency at all. There's no consistency in policy, or in border enforcement, or in the wall itself. And so we see tragedies like Lake and Riley out jogging on the University of Georgia campus, broad daylight, murdered by a guy who not only came into the country illegally in El Paso sector in 2022, but was also arrested in New York City for threatening violence against somebody under 17. And because New York City is a sanctuary city and doesn't cooperate with ICE or Border Patrol, no detainer was ever put on this Ibera character. He was released. This killer was released back into the country. So I ask you, America, how many bodies is it going to take? I suspect the state of Georgia is no longer a swing state. Because when a 22-year-old nursing student is murdered in cold blood in broad daylight on the campus of the University of Georgia, and this is a person that came into this country, was detained and then released, that's enough. We've had it. We need to say we've had it. And this idea that somehow Joe Biden is going to go to the border on Thursday and, oh, we're going to have some executive orders, nonsense. In 2020, there were about 400,000 people that crossed the border. It's now 3.2 million last year. And Lake and Riley and Molly Tibbetts, Kate Steinle, Lizbeth Medina, and the list goes on. How many bodies is it going to take before the Democrats admit to America the blood is on their hands? All right, welcome back on this Tuesday. Illegal border crossings, the Democrats will never take any blame for what's going on on the southern border. Last year, we had one of the worst years in recorded history with over 3 million people. Um, That was an increase of 40% from the year before. 
uh, and up even more than triple that from 2020 when President Trump was last in office and taking care of business at the border. The Remain of Mexico policies were working. It was slowed, everything slowed down at the border and we were able to handle the influx of people that were coming in uh, on a daily. In 2024, the numbers that are coming out, they're trying to pretend as if January's numbers are the best that they've been in a while. They're 50% lower than they were in 2023. That's still not winning. Considering that in 2020, you had 400,000 border crossings, and in January alone, you had 176,000 border crossings. Now, remember that anything that is uh, documented as a number is somebody that has come across and shown themselves, somebody that is actually registered and in the system. These have nothing to do with the Godaways, zero. And so all these numbers, we always exclude that number because they could never give you a solid number on that because they honestly don't know, which is scary in itself considering we're supposed to be the best of the best. We have the best technology. We have the best everything, best military and you're telling me that we don't know how many people are coming across the border? I, I honestly don't believe it. I mean, we have satellite imagery that is so good that you could pinpoint where a terrorist is at and you could drop a bomb directly on his head and not injure anybody else around him. That's how good we are. Those are that's the type of satellite capability we have. But we can't tell how many people have come across the border illegally and have now entered into the country. Can we not tell or do they not want to tell? Because I'm leaning towards they don't want to tell because they definitely have the capability of being able to tell. But can you imagine how bad that would look for them then? As he said via a recent uh, study that at least 61% of Americans now believe that America should have a wall in it. Yeah, opinions are changing. Minds are being changed. Because so many communities are getting rocked and communities that generally don't have to deal with these problems are getting rocked because you have governors that are being very strategic and they're sending these people to these so-called so sanctuary cities and you're even pissing the people who agree with the sanctuary city crap off as well. Sorry for the echo where I'm staying at right now. Uh, I don't have a real great spot to do this, so there's a little echo in the background. Uh, but yeah, you have people uh, that are being woken up to this real problem that we have before it's a distant problem. If you lived up in the Northeast or if you lived anywhere that wasn't on a border, <clears throat> you know, this was just a distant problem that you see on the news. You know, you, when you see it, it frustrates you, but in your day-to-day -day life, it doesn't bother you at all because in your day-to-day, -day, you don't have to deal with it. Well, now, because of the moves that governors are making to make sure that all of America sees what's truly going on, now these same communities that once only thought about it, it was you know, out of sight, out of mind, now have to deal with the problem and deal with it uh, head on because they're having those issues and very real issues in their communities and they are only getting a tiny portion of what is coming across the southern border every single day. Look, like in any situation, there's good people and there's bad people. There's plenty of people that are coming across the border that are great people just looking for better lives. And then there are the other ones that are not, <clears throat> that are, that are uh, troublemakers and are here for nefarious reasons. We hear countless stories like the ones you've heard of these two young ladies that had to lose their lives because the Democratic Party sees their next, next pool of voters 
and so they just allow them into the country. I mean, the ones that take the blame for this certainly are the Democratic Party. Uh, it's unfortunate. And, and in the DUIs, uh, which, which, uh, the, the, which a lot of times drunk driving, um, is it intentional? You are, know you're drunk and you're driving. Yes, that's a problem that you've done that. Are these bad people or are these people that just had too much to drink and, and made a stupid mistake and hurt some people? You know, it, it goes both ways. Some, some could be bad and others could just be a, an honest mistake that you, you, you got, had too much to drink and decided to drive a car and, you know, you, you killed somebody and that, that was uh, because of your drinking. But the ones that I worry about the most, and it's not that I don't worry about those, but those are uh, more common situations. The ones that I worry about the most right now are the ones that are potentially even bigger threats or bigger hazards to Americans in general. How many terrorists are in our country right now from all over the world? How many people came in here just to gather intel from inside the United States to return to report back to their home countries to give them the upper hand on us? How many are in here with certain jobs to blend in and do their best and then, you know, assume into some, some sort of position of power <clears throat> to help change the government around us to achieve their final goal? I mean, there is so many different ways that we could be under attack right now. And I understand that the, the obvious remedy is to shut down the border, but it's more than that. We, if we shut down the border, <clears throat> if Trump comes in and, and that's what happens, there also needs to be some special task force that are put together to start catching some of these criminals and getting them out of this country and sending them back to where they need to go back to. We're in a very dangerous time in America right now in so many different ways. We're being attacked from every which direction. We're being destroyed from the inside out. You know, we're being attacked from the outside. We're being destroyed from the inside. It's coming from every which direction. We don't know which way to even look half the time. It can be overloading and taxing. You just want to shut it off and tune out. Unfortunately, we can't. That's how important it is because if we just shut it off and tune out, we lose the country. Look, before 2020, we were talking about what was going to happen to this country if Joe Biden won. We weren't sure if America could hang on. America has hung on by the skin of its teeth up to this point. There's no way we could handle four more years of this. There's no, more, there's no way we could handle four more years of open borders with millions of people pouring across the border every single year with however many gotaways get inside, the, inside of the United States. And then you have all these sleepers inside of the United States just waiting to be activated to do God knows what. They have been destroying us. The Democrats have been pushing forward with their plot and their plan to destroy our country. They do it day in and day out. That is all that they want. They are interested in one thing and one thing only. It is money and power. They want to enrich themselves. They want to be in power. And they don't care what happens to us or what happens around them. They want to make sure that we feel the pain. You have to remember that these are the very people that hate this country. I know you would think that these are elected officials and they must love something about this country, but they obviously love nothing about this country because they do not want to preserve anything about this country. You know, people call us conservatives, you know, we're old thinkers and we can't move on. You know, we're traditionalists, we're conservatives. No, we hold on to these truths 
that were, were presented to us uh, by the divine. The United States is worth saving. The reason that people love this country is because of what it was in the past and what it can be in the future if we hold on to the past. If you change everything about the country, it's not the country that people once loved in the beginning. We have to step up and fight for it. This election is as important as 2020 was. I would hope going forward, things will cool down. I would hope that if we could pull off a win and get Donald Trump in the White House again, because he is going to be the nominee. I would hope that we get four more years of him and it course corrects. And enough people are now paying attention because of everything that has been going wrong to say to themselves, hey, you know what? No matter what, no matter what I think about the way Trump talks or at the end of the day, my life was a whole lot better under his policies. That's right, under conservative policies, your life is going to be a whole lot better. Under capitalist policies, your life is going to be a whole lot better. You're a true capitalist. You love this country and you're conservative and you want safe borders and you want us to be safe all around the world. If you want low taxes, if you want these things, there's only one party that can bring it to you. And I'm not saying that my party's perfect because they are far, far from it, okay? But they're certainly much, much better than the alternative. At least the good ones are. It's so hard anymore, you know, you just, I would love to say that every Republican is a conservative and they just love the United States and they're just going to push forward and do the best for the country. And if they actually could do that and they could all unite under one banner for any amount of time, the, what they could accomplish is, uh, would be, you know, the stars are the limit. The problem is that they don't because half of them at least are, are in it to play the same game that the swamp creatures Democrats are playing. They just lust power and lust money. And at the end of the day, that's all that they care about. So they don't actually do what's best for the people and they don't do what they've promised to their constituents. And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged.